Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Recce and what's been a tough week for the New Zealand rallying community with the uh, sudden passing of both Malcolm McLeod and, and Leon Stiles this week. So, um, you know, certainly our condolences go out to friends and family there and uh, as, as a community, we're all pretty close and, and it certainly hit pretty close to home for a lot of us. But, um, yeah, sad, sad part of life, but sport must go on. Um, joining us this week um, after a bit of a extended off season is Josh Marston. Um, yeah, Josh, you uh, you finished up your season early last year, and and then you, you did a fair bit of work on the the car over the off season, all set to go, and then of all things, bloody COVID hit, and um, you missed Otago. First of all, how are you feeling? You all recovered? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we're all back to one hundred percent now. It's Frustrating to say the least. Um, sitting sitting at home, sitting at home, feeling like a bag of sick, watching the results and live stream. I mean, the footage is great, but it's not the same as being there, sitting in the hot seat, really. But yeah, now we're all back into it. Um, yeah, last year, obviously, as you said, was a ended a bit early, coming over that crest, hitting that cow, and it did a yeah, it did a lot of damage to the front of the car, and that was sort of the end of our year. So the boys we regrouped and obviously fixed the damage, um, and then. Yeah, just continued sort of with tweaking in the development of the car and bits and pieces. And um, yeah, the, the, we did a local rally sprint um, over on the West Coast at the start of the year and really, really pleased with the pace over there and um, good roads and it was a good test. So yeah, to then, to then have to pull out of Otago was just a bit of a ship. So never mind, it's um, not far to Whangarei and I'll give you the hint, we're pretty itching to get back behind the wheel. <laughs> Absolutely, but I, I mean, um, certainly between rallies, I know you you take a pretty keen interest in the the engineering and development side of the um, the car, and, and obviously the AP4 is great like that. Um, and you guys, you know, run run that RDL performance shop there. What sort of things have you been working on uh, with the car to make it quicker? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The boys at RDL Performance, they probably get sick of me coming down with ideas, um, trying things. But yeah, it's always, it's just the constant evolution would be the best way of putting it. Like the car's really fast and I'm really happy with it. So there's just always little things that we're tweaking, whether it's set up in the motor or diffs or suspension. It's always just a constant evolution. And as we go to different events, the car's not really the same at each event. It's just, um, yeah, yeah, it's constantly evolving. I suppose you just have to look at the stage times from all the AP4s over the years, they're always constantly getting quicker. Not only Hayden, you know, he's out the front doing what he does um, with all his talent, but all the other guys too. And um, yeah, everyone's moving forwards. How satisfying is it that, you know, it's sort of, um, yeah, you've got a, a close-knit team down there with Tony and, and, you know, your father, yourself, the guys in the workshop. Um, when you first jumped in the Barina, it, it was a tough slide, wasn't it? And and to build that car up and develop it into what is a, a genuine championship contender, how satisfying has that process been? Or has it been frustrating? Uh, oh, hey, if it if you weren't frustrated, then you wouldn't be putting 100% in. Like, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And I get just as much out of, like, the development and um, our team and the great guys we have as, as you know, getting behind the wheel and um, getting to throw stones. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the cars come a long way, and I think I speak for our whole team at RDL Performance with how proud we are of um, how good it goes. Absolutely. So um, we'll have a look at at Fongaray. Uh, I guess a long time out of the seat in terms of a, a full rally for you. You touched on the Westland Sprint, but where do 
where do you think you see yourself? I don't know. I, I, all the guys from Otago were really, really quite competitive. So I think it's going to be a hard ask to even sort of crack into that top five. Like I think if we just don't really set too many goals in terms of finishing results, just go out there, get a good rhythm, and we'll just let let the let the pace in that come. Um, we're definitely a bit behind the ball. Like two full days of rallying at Otago is, you know, a massive start to the season. So not going to worry too much on that. I think we'll just get in there and get stuck in and, and get a good rhythm going and see how things go. Absolutely. I guess it's an event that, that seems to gel well with you. Obviously, last year, there was heartbreak on the Friday night with the ECU problem, but you know, only super special stages. So you actually kept in the rally with a lot of time penalties and the speed from there was, was really strong. Absolutely, yeah. That... Yeah, that was crazy. The, um, yeah, that problem on Friday night to have an ECU fail, like these things are used in R5s and for it just to yeah, have an issue was unreal. But the boys fixed it. Uh, we actually managed to actually thank Norm from Force. He loaned us an ECU and the boys found out what the issue was. And yeah, like you say, once we got going in the rally, it was just awesome. The car felt good. And um, yeah, yeah, the times are really good. And, you know, we we're super happy with the pace. Like if you exclude those issues we had, we were right up there and... Um, what it should have, could have, but like you know, it was yeah, the pace was there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, so I guess one, one thing that would be really interesting to get your take on, Josh, is an insider that was on the outside at Bongaray looking back in. How did you see the event, and were there any um drivers that really jumped out and surprised you that maybe were quicker than you thought, or not as quick as you thought? Sorry, at Otago this year, you mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was hard watching from home. Like, you want to be there. But, yeah, at the same time, like you say, it was really interesting. Um, like, obviously, Hayden, you know, just is the class of the field and um, was out doing his thing. Um, ben did really well in a new car. Like, to go to a left-hand drive must be a difficult thing. Um, and, yes, yeah, his pace was excellent. I thought there were a few, like, really good calculated drives. You know, like, Rana seemed to just set a good pace and, I think I saw an interview earlier on in the um, pre-start where he was saying he just wanted to make sure he got to the finish. So, um, yeah, drives like that are really good. And also, like, um, in the tool drive class too, it was really cool seeing a good field of young fellas coming through. You know, it's um, you, the sport's going really well at the moment, in my opinion. Um, you know, we've got so many different cars and manufacturers and, you know, you look in the top ten and, you know, all of those guys and girls in the top 10 could really win stages, you know, apart from obviously Hayden, who's out, out in front, but thinking about the guys, people with real jobs for a moment. Um, and, you know, it's it's cool to see those young fellas coming through as well. And you think for the future of the sport, it's in a good place. So, yeah. I mean, you're, you're one of the uh, many, many success stories that's come out of, you know, the Fiestas, that, that front-wheel drive formula. How much does that teach you as you're coming through? Yeah, absolutely. They're a great class and, and, you know, people can go different ways to get to four-wheel drives cars, but it certainly worked really well for um for me and a lot of the people um, that you see in four-wheel drive cars. Now, I think just just everything from carrying speed right way through to them being a bit more forgiving, like you can get away with a few near misses and moments and, and you know, we uh, moments where you might pucker up a little bit and worry about things. So it does pull you out of trouble and let you get away and teach you teach you really really good life uh, you know look good techniques and ways of driving the car 
if you look back to just it's something that just occurred, but those battles between yourself and Phil Campbell, particularly when you stepped up to the R R two cars, they were so intense. I mean, how mm. how enjoyable were they, and how how does it compare to what you're doing now at the front end of the field? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were epic. Like you'd do rallies and you'd be less than ten seconds apart, and you'd be a good stage would be pulling two or three seconds out of someone, or if you came out of a stage and lost, you know, full pull. Um, three or four seconds on us, we're like, oh god, you know, this is going to be hard work to pull that back. So, you know, the the they certainly let you know if you've made a mistake. Um, and yeah, that was some massively enjoyable time rallying with Phil and that and the R twos. Yep. So I guess now, if we look at the championship as a whole, obviously, um, yeah, the the drop around um, clause has been invoked. Um, is a championship chase still a realistic thing unfortunately you've dropped a, a two-day round which does hurt a little bit in the points yeah yeah i'm not really going to think about that too much i mean obviously um you know hayden has got a class of field in terms of pace um so we're in many of the other guys are going really well and have scored good points at otago so i think rather than worry about that we're just gonna go out do our own thing um and i've always found with my rallying rather than stressing and worrying about, you know, having to be in a certain position if I just go out, drive well, and then things look after themselves. And then I guess we look to the end of the season, um, Repco Rally New Zealand. You're one of the few in the field these days that's actually done Rally New Zealand in the past. Does it, is it exciting? Is it just another event? Is it, you know, what, what does it sort of mean to you? Yeah, yeah, it's a cool opportunity. You know, it's been a long time since we did it. I was really, really early on in my um, rallying career that I did it. So um, I'd like to think I might take a wee bit more experience in there now. It was pretty overwhelming back then, I'll be honest. Like, you know, there are all these big rally guys and it's a massive it's a massive event also in terms of, like, time frame too. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's, hey, even just to see those see those top flight cars and those drivers and be a part of it is just awesome. Absolutely. And and you talk about that experience and being fresh. What sort of things come to the top of your mind that you can actually take into that event to to better prepare yourself compared to well ten, twelve years ago when you did it? Yeah, I know, right. Um yeah, it's it's all and as I said before, like it's a very, very long event. By the time you do all the days of recce and then count for it being a three day rally, um, easy for problems to happen. You know what, like we had a few problems in that. So it's probably also about as much as setting a quick pace, it's also about getting through the rally without issues. Um, yep. That'd be the biggest thing um, that I'd say. Perfect. Well, obviously we've got a fair bit of rallying to do between now and then, but um, really appreciate you taking the, the time to join us this evening. And um, we look forward to actually seeing you at Whangarei. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, Yeah. Really going to enjoy it. And we've got some good roads up there and can't wait to get stuck in. Cheers, Josh. Thanks, mate.